Yeah, I don't know what 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 are we what are we what what? Um a lot of the same word in that sentence. <laughs> How do you know? She told me she loves me. Oh my goodness, it's the Encyclopedia Brunch Podcast. Hey. I think maybe I want to do that one again. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, through the internet, it's Catherine Kogrit. Hey, it's good to be here. Uh, Yeah, it's really nice that you're here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, anytime. What's new with you? Oh, not much. Just invited my friend Catherine over. I'm going to go. Oh. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Guess I'll do this podcast this week on foam all by myself. Great. I I could really stand to listen to a podcast right now. Go ahead. (laughs) I'll just listen. (laughs) Okay. So... Uh, let's see. I guess I'll just do this the way I would with you, but by myself. So, Tim, what's your favorite kind of foam? What do you know about foam, Tim? Well, not a lot. Um, <laughs> you've got your uh, your structured foams, right? So that's a uh, that's um, stiff. You know, kind of like uh, maybe the foam that you would see inside of a, a piece of furniture, right? That's a that's a foam in a sense. Then you've got less structured foams, like uh, what if you were blowing a straw into a glass of milk? Mm, foamy. But I guess the key is that like a foam is like uh, just doing this all by myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just listening to like the most boring podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, me what too. What are you doing? <laughs> it's just it's the most boring podcast coming out of my mouth twenty four seven. So here's the sitch with foam. What's up? Okay, so you gave us two examples of foam. Uh-huh. Here's the situation. Go ahead. Foam is any situation where you have gas trapped inside a um, matrix of solid or liquid. So the first example you gave with furniture, it is a solid foam. And in the second example, it is a liquid foam. And here's a super fun thing about solid foams. Ta-da! They can exist as either um, can't, like an open foam or a closed foam. And in the open foam, like... You could like something can pass all the way through. Like a sponge is a really good example, right? Because you can like completely saturate that sponge with water and fill all of the gas in that sponge, like the bubble or spaces in that sponge with water. Um, but there's foam that exists where it's it's totally impermeable, like a camping mat or like like um like a like a waterproof foam. You know the crap they sell at REI. No, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> Okay, so you know like squishy, like, um, oh, what am I thinking of here? Like, you've gone camping before, right? Uh, Yeah, I don't think I've brought foam along. Well, like you sleep on like a camping mat, right? You don't just put your sleeping bag on the bottom of your tent. Oh, yeah, but usually I I, I carry a um one that you blow up with air. 
Oh, I got you. I got you. I, for the longest time, had this super cheap phone <laughs> one that was, oh, it was so bad. Yeah, no, I know but what you're talking about, though. A closed matrix it's and like water could roll. not permeate through it. So really? that was good, at least. That's interesting, because I guess when I picture that in my head, I still feel like, yeah, you could get water through if you tried, though. Mm. You know, the Maybe same way, like... High pressure or something. But yeah. I think it's designed so that water doesn't permeate it until the matrix degrades. I see. Right. And, well, so what? What? what is it that stops water from getting through it? Is it... If it Hmm. Probably like a, a hydrophobic surface. Okay. Coupled with um, just really tightly packed bubbles. Okay. So then, well, it would be though that the walls are, the walls in, you know, so so if we picture a foam, right, you've got um, a bunch of little air bubbles, essentially, and then creating the walls of those bubbles is either a liquid or a solid, right? Yes. Um. Would it be that the walls are really thick or like how is how is liquid kind of finding its way from one air bubble to the next anyway? Like in, in the case of a Because they are actually connected. Because they're actually connected. Yeah. They're porous. And so. Okay. Yeah. I guess I can picture kind of like a honeycomb thing where like there's actually tiny little pores that let things in and out. Oh. So then, in, so in the case of a non-permeable, or, or sorry, a closed foam, or whatever, is, is it coming across how much we both hate foam? <laughs> okay, can I tell you the most interesting thing that I have to tell you about foam? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I, every single day on my walk uh-huh. to work or to the lab, wherever I go, when I go for the day... <laughs> Um, there's this foam store and it's been open since the 1970s. Oh, that's all I really know about it. They sell like local and I think Tibetan art and foam. (laughs) You know, I've, I've been in your neighborhood and that also caught my eye. I remember pointing it out to whoever I was with at the time. I was like, that's a foam store. What's the deal there? Right. (laughs) I said the exact same thing the first time I was in this neighborhood. (laughs) And I've looked inside it one day when they were opening it up and like, I guess they were receiving a big new foam shipment. <laughs> it, there's a lot of foam in there and all kinds of foam, all kinds. And they like to make art out of the foam and they put that in the window too. Like I saw like there was a SpongeBob SquarePants scene for a very long time. <laughs> well, he's a perfect, uh, perfect, that's foam is a perfect medium for SpongeBob SquarePants. Famous foam. Right. Yeah. All right. What are, what are like your most famous foams? You got your SpongeBob SquarePants. Your um I don't know, that might be it. Is it? Maybe like a latte heart? Oh, that is a kind of foam, you're right. Sure, mm-hmm. latte heart. We'll put that on the big board. Um yeah. whatever else. Do you remember that episode of SpongeBob SquarePants where they, made the latte they like did like a live action thing for a second and then they just used an actual sponge and there was like a hand and a sponge. That was my favorite part of that series i I found the rest of it pretty unimpressive (laughs) so you liked this like 0.1 percent of the the series total running time yeah probably well you can save a lot of time just be like all right just give me that little bit yeah it'll be like watching a youtube clip (laughs) i could have saved but it was before youtube Mm. what did we do we had to watch entire series just to get to Uh, you know you really could a guy with a sponge 
know. You really could have saved a lot of time if you just like got a sponge yourself and like, you know, did a little puppet show. <laughs> and I did every day. Right. There you go. Only child. Ah, <laughs> uh, wasn't that much better with siblings. The difference was you got roped into their puppet shows a lot. Oh, sure. Yeah. I was the well, younger. Well, twice as many hands. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that is nice, I guess. <laughs> it's just got its own uh, its own charm. I, I always say about being an only child, you never really miss what you don't have. So mm. That's how I feel about it. Oh, hey, you know what else is famous phone? This this um thing here. The, What's uh, it called? Pop filter. The pop filter, yeah, on your microphone. Yeah, <laughs> famous phone. So delightfully just tapped. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think of those? I think I, I feel like they lend a uh air of professionalism to microphones. You know, it's just like, oh, they must really know what they mean, what they're saying. They've got a pop filter. I think I have a lot of hard consonants, and uh, I'm grateful <laughs> for you telling me to start using a pop filter because I think it's made my ears like less painful when I listen back. That's not really a grammar, but you know what I mean. <laughs> That's not a grammar. <laughs> yeah okay i get you (laughs) um yeah well i it it is nice it's it's interesting the way that uh the way that microphones really mm, they really have a way of drawing out all the worst parts about human speech you would think that like oh well basically it's a mechanical ear it works kind of roughly the same way you would think that it would just no, you don't hear all the puh and kuh and whatever, but like, boy, do you really grab it all with, without a, a pop filter? Yeah. Yeah. These microphones are very high quality. Mm. So, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> they really catch it all. Mm, all of it. The Thanks, Audio Technica. Wink. The pop filter, is that a, do you think that's an open or a closed foam? I guess it can be closed, It's definitely right? an open foam, because Why? I could totally use this as a sponge if I needed to. Oh, yeah, you could. <laughs> Just in a real pinch, you're like, oh, no, I spilled soda all over my recording equipment. <laughs> Just got the answer right there. Oh, sorry, I'm on a show. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, boy. Well, <laughs> why don't we uh, recollect ourselves? And maybe continue to be on a show in just a moment <laughs> on Encyclopedia Brunch. No promises. on encyclopedia brunch talking about foam hey it's good to be back hey yeah i think so why why is foam important why is foam important um i think i think uh we want to capture error a lot right i know this sounds very silly but like there's a lot of things that you want so in the case of say uh furniture you'd like to be sitting on air if possible in the case (laughs) of um a pop filter or perhaps some uh audio um uh uh treatment 
material, you know, like that foam you see in like recording studios or whatever. You know, the answer is like, well, we want to like capture a bunch of reverberations inside of this. Uh, but the thing is, air has this nasty habit of being, um, oh, not contained, I guess. <laughs> so what's the best way to do yeah. that? Load it up into a foam. Okay. It's, it's the maximum. Okay. It's the maximum amount of air you can store right. in a place. You know, and at least in the case of an open foam, it's it's kind of like a compromise that we make with the air. Like you can come or go as you please, but some of you will be in here at all times. Yeah, exactly. Like make sure that uh, you have coverage. Essentially, <laughs> we have compromised with one of the elements. <laughs> Good yeah. for us. It does. It does. A diplomatic solution. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually quite nice, as opposed to, like, uh, foam is the opposite of, say, a, yeah, a jar <laughs> or a compressed air container. That's really, like, forcing the matter. Oh, it really is. Well, you know, I am, I'm actually, we have a nitrogen canister in the lab right now, and I'm feeling a little guilty about it. Mm, you gotta switch to nitrogen foam, and then you just give it a squeeze <laughs> when you want to get, get the nitrogen out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's a different deal with the devil that you strike. Or I guess that the air strikes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, it's a, go ahead. So, I mean, my one thing that I've always thought about foam, specifically with the word foam, like when you say sponge or Tempur-Pedic mattress, <laughs> you don't first thing think of foam. But like the, the time when people have said foam to me, mm-hmm. it's like a huge problem. Foam is a bad thing. Foam is a bad thing when you're doing, like, industrial processes. Okay. Processes. Yeah. Let's examine the dark side of foam. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Please, let's. Well, so we found that we... It seems like we very quickly came to the conclusion, perhaps too quickly, that uh, we like solid foams, like structured foams. I guess probably because we make them on purpose. Like, I don't... I can't think of a solid foam in my life that I don't uh, like i didn't want there you know maybe like some swiss cheese that like a guest or like maybe somebody like bought from the grocery store and they were like well i'm leaving town i don't really want to take this on the plane Mm. i'll just give it to tim yeah here's some swiss cheese and you're like i don't really know i'm not really that into swiss cheese i already have some pepper jack and like that's a big block and it's going to take me a while to get through that right yeah could be i I had a friend who moved and (laughs) Uh, I was like, oh, we should totally see, we should, we should hang out before, before you go. She's like, oh, it sounds great. And then she showed up with this bag of like, it was almost like she figured if I didn't take the stuff, she could, uh, drop it off at like the food donation center. Um, <laughs> cause it was all just like, you know, the, the cans in the back of your cabinet, they like, it was, I got some evaporated milk, um, some like flavored jellos, but they were like weird flavors. I think they were evaporated or sweetened condensed. I think it was evaporated. Ah. Ah. What can you do? Sweetened condensed is great. You make Thai iced teas with that stuff. Mm, Yeah. I tried anyway. Mm. Like, and it just, yeah, doesn't, doesn't quite work. Mm. Um, I mean, that's the great thing about you. I mean, that's maybe your best quality is that you really are good at using the space uh, and using the resources you have. I don't know if I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really? That's the top? Couldn't yeah, do any that's, better. That's number one. <laughs> uh, number two is 
I mean, I've always really appreciated your appreciated your best quality, which is that um, you have a strong sense of color coordination. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm okay with that being my best quality. <laughs> it's the number one. It's as good as it gets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So okay. So maybe some cheese. One of us is going to survive the apocalypse. Guess which one. <laughs> Yeah, well, colors will always be important. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so Swiss cheese that I'm trying to use up. I guess that that's a case, but but you're right though because, I mean, so so it's a um a, a phase interplay. Yes, is that what we've done? It's is, a colloid. It's a colloid in a sense. No, Although, at, at, like in an act in a true sense. Is it though? A, it's actually a colloid. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize a colloid included a. Uh, Included air. Yeah, it's uh, a colloid is... Oh, what's the definition? Tell the it's... people what a colloid is. Oh, boy. Um, it is a... Mm, it's <laughs> like a situation. <laughs> I can't think of the right noun here. It's a situa- a solution, it's perhaps? A col- colloids come into play when the interfaces between two different phases, whether it's two different liquid phases, like oil and water, or two different like physical phases, like air and, air and solid, or liquid and solid, uh, come into play. <laughs> I just... It's... It's very Don't laugh at me. You always laugh nope. at me when I say something intelligent. <laughs> that was the thing, is like that was very intelligent and it was like it was couched in like uh refusing to be specific in any way. So it's a situation where this thing comes into play. It's like I feel like we're in the middle of a uh MBA meeting or something. Oh my god. I can't think of the right words. Words hard, not words grammar. Super hard. Don't blame yourself here. Words so hard. Um, it's a. Uh, you're right. Solution is the wrong word, but it, it's any. Um, it's a substance in which one substance of microscopically dispersed insoluble particles is suspended throughout another substance. Perfect. Yeah, we talked Ugh. about this in our cream episode, right? Is that uh, yeah. it's it's fat it's and emulsion. water uh, interspersed. And in the and case an of foam, yep. is a colloid. An emotion. Okay, so uh, we've got colloid as our our top uh, tier of uh, uh, taxonomy. Top tier taxonomy, colloid, um, and then that sub branches into foams when it's uh, liquid or solid encasing a gas, mm-hmm. or an emulsion when it's uh, organic and inorganic phases. Yeah, or or yeah. otherwise uh, immiscible phase. phases. Hmm? Liquid liquid phase. Right. So liquid liquid. Any two liquids that won't mix. Yeah. Got it. Dissolve inside each other. Sure. Yeah, let's get all our words just so. Um, and so. Uh, so, yeah. So, in the case of uh, liquids with air inside, yeah, that just kind of happens a lot, right? Because what we know about solids is, yeah, they mostly sit in place, unless you do something with it. But liquids, you can't predict them. They're doing all kinds of stuff. They follow these crazy kinetics. And then you've got air mixed in on top of that, and it's just like, man, I don't know what to do with you guys anymore. <laughs> You're like the craziest phases of, of matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, literally volatile. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> A little bit, right? I guess one... Because a volatile substance is something that easily goes from liquid phase to gas phase. Right. Right? Some real interacting there. That was a lot to keep track of. This has been Definition (laughs) Podcast.
<laughs> Come back for more definitions <laughs> next week. When we come back on Definition Podcast. Surge um novo sol que não faz questão nenhuma de coexistir e com a peneira vê-se a sombra que seca a sanidade e com a espingarda vê-se a chama que esgana todo esse And we're back on Definition Podcast. Catherine, what is Double Jeopardy? Double Jeopardy is the part of Jeopardy when you're going through and then you pick one and it's like, oh, snap, Double Jeopardy. And then like kind of a nerdy looking weirdo comes up and like is sitting in like Tibet or Taiwan or what's another Germany or maybe Iceland. I saw one in Iceland yeah. and they have a microphone and they tell you about some landmark they're near and then they ask you a question about the landmark. Wait, right. no, they give you an answer about the landmark and then you have to tell the question. So uh, clear this out for me for a second. You're talking about like a situation in which there's a bunch of answers being asked. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a whole deal, though. Is that about right? What do you mean a whole deal? Is there like a whole deal, I guess, as there's, far as no, the answers? Partially. I mean, you get to pick how much of a deal there is because you write down how much of a deal you're put you're risking. But like you can only risk all of your points. From uh, zero to all of your points. From zero. Okay. I think we've really nailed this one down. That's a double yeah. jeopardy. This is double jeopardy. <laughs> uh, so here on uh, on what? What? I did okay. Um, uh, it's, it wasn't good. What are some foams? Uh, some liquid gas foams that have uh, bedeviled you in the past years? Soaps. Oh, soaps, man. Friggin' soaps. Ugh. I don't know. See, this is the problem with foams: is that I never know what they are. And like this is my experience with foams is that they're really annoying because you don't re- always know why they happen. <laughs> I may have some answers for you. Um, I've been looking at this lately, actually. Oh, uh, really? Tell me. Yeah. So, um, in the case of a lot of the, in the case of soaps, right? So a soap is a surfactant, and yes. without getting deep into the chemistry, um, one thing that surfactants do is they reduce surface tension in water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, to, to go over our terms, it's it's a sort of situation wherein you have like, um, no, so like water, of course, has surface tension, right? That's like why it has, uh, when when you put your hand through some water, like really hard, it hurts or whatever. When you're when you're punching what? the sea, or, what are you doing <laughs> with the water that's making your hand hurt? Slapping it. I'm so mad at it. <laughs> Is this like a karate thing? Are yeah. you like the karate kid? Exactly. It's a slap on, slap off. That is like a karate move, right? Is like training, you like hit the water. I have no idea. I don't think that's called a move. I don't know. I mean... Go on. Go on. Go on. This is stupid. Anyway. um, Water slapping technique. Sorry. Sorry. Go on. No, you're right. This is important. Let's patience in the Shaolin. I'm sorry. It's not important. These these are the things I learned. there's a video. So if you wanted to... You're right. I'm sorry. It's not important. Uh, we should check out the video, um, in the show notes. And so, um, right. So, so, but that, uh, that 
water tension, surface tension is reduced uh, when you put the surfactant in there. And so it's my understanding that then what happens is if you were to... So um, the surface tension is because the water wants to hold itself together, right? Yeah? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. it, water would rather be with more water than some other stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But if you reduce the degree to which it wants to hang out with itself and then you whip a bunch of air into it, then like it won't necessarily be like, oh, I got to get back with all that water and settle down at the bottom. It'll be like, right. oh, well, you know, like I'll just hang on to some water and form this like network that allows the air to be kind of partially mixed in. And that's how you end up oh, with, with yeah. foam. It's like all confused and it's grabbing like the few other waters that it can find. But like that makes it unable to find more water that's elsewhere in the solution. Is, is this helpful? Yeah. It's a sort of situation. Um, Am I helping? <laughs> you always help. Um, it's, uh, I, yeah, you're right. I, I think that's about as good as we're going to get on this, this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's, it's more willing to be mixed up and be, have a, a micro dispersion of air inside of it when its surface tension is reduced. And so that's why you get a lot of foams, especially from things like soap. Right. Okay. Yeah. That does not but, like, go on. If... Okay. Wait. Okay. Nope. You continue to talk. Well, I was I'm just setting up now. Okay. Now. Ready? Now. Okay. Um that Wait, was Wait, now. Hmm. Give it a minute. I'm done now. I'm just gonna <laughs> just being a joke for fun. <sighs> now. Um that that doesn't explain, for instance, why uh milk foams um Presumably has something to do with a surface tension change as well, because uh, you are mixing up uh, um, organics and uh, aqueous, as we talked about in our cream episode. And so, like, yeah, maybe the surface tension is different. And that's why you can get more foam in there. Also, it just has more structure, perhaps. You know, there's lots of, like, sugars and stuff in milk. And so it's sort of... The, one of the other elements, too, besides just being able to allow more air to be mixed in, is how long is this foam going to stand up? In the case of a solid foam, well, yeah, it just sits there however long because it's totally self-supporting. A liquid, however, though, is uh, if you picture the foam on top of your, your uh, latte, um, the liquid that is above some of the air bubbles is heavier. So it does want to sink down. And so it, is, it does have to support itself. And so I think there's a degree to which the structure of the foam uh, material affects things as well. It's always temporary. It's always temporary, these liquid foams. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. But where's uh, the turn? It's almost like. So anytime you have. Oh, what's it called? Um, like a fatty acid, Measles. for example. Oh, okay. Which has a hydrophobic head. And a hydro, wait, a hydrophilic head, meaning water loving head. Super into and water. And a hydrophobic tail, yeah, meaning it's all like water hating get tail. Get that water out of fearing. there. Um, it's a real you're Jack foam wife. every single time? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Is that an okay answer for you? See, it's complicated. No, 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 it's absolutely okay. But I, and I think that gets to like my frustrations with foam <laughs> is that we don't always know why it's there <laughs> when you have like this complex process with like a lot of different biological processes happening like this is a big problem at one of the wastewater treatment plants in my area right now oh, is wow. that they have this membrane system that keeps gunking up 
with foam and hmm. they can't figure out why. Well, man, here's another frustrating thing about foam, too, that I've been dealing with lately. It's, uh, this is Tim and Catherine. <laughs> Join us on foam frustrations. <laughs> um, is that, uh, yeah, it can really gunk stuff up because it's, it, the volume to mass ratio is huge, right? Because it's a ton of air. But it also acts sort of like, um, like a liquid. It's like when it's just air. It's like yeah, it's whatever. It's just air. But then once you've trapped all the air in something, you just made a really big thing that still has like heft, and so it's just really annoying and it gunks things up. And it's like it's hard to pressure through things. Like you can't push it through things because different parts it of it act like different ways. Takes up space. It takes up space. It is. It insinuates itself into things. <sighs> it's like oh hey, I'm just Gunks here. Yeah, no, foam is the freaking worst. And it's like hypocritical too, because it, it like it acts like, oh, I'm just no big deal. I'm just foam. You like me? I'm like you know. <laughs> I'm like not heavy. Yeah. I'm not gonna. It's it's a very, it's an inconsiderate guest. It's an it inconsiderate guest. It, it it really sits around the house. <laughs> just like get an apartment. Right. Just like you <laughs> you leave like wanted ads or like available apartments like the the classifieds on the coffee table next to the couch where the foam is sleeping. Just casually yeah. trying to hint at something. And oh, the foam is all like, hey, what is it, like 1993? Why do you have newspaper clippings? <laughs> and you're like, no reason, foam. foam. No reason. Can you stop judging me? Maybe I just like physically reading, sitting down with some paper in my hands. <laughs> well, I mean, so yeah, that's the thing about foam is that it will go away eventually. That house guest will leave. This too shall pass. But it it it, it lasts longer than you want it to. And also, boy, does it make... It hard to get stuff done you know like any house guest it's like oh you're happy to have them there for a little while it's like hey foam whoa that's kind of fun and then like within like a day or two you're just like i just can't do my normal <sighs> things like right i don't think the phone's like being any unreasonable kind of bubbles yeah <laughs> <laughs> blowing bubbles so fun at first mm, and then you're just like this is less fun later I, I don't think human beings were built for for bubbles but i mean bubble baths thumbs up for bubble baths hmm yeah, but I don't know. It gets old. It gets old eventually. And the bubble bath, not a lot of structure in that oh, particular. How long are you in the bath? Just hours. Don't you? <laughs> All good baths last hours. Okay. Okay. We should tackle this just while we're here. What is the appropriate bath length? Uh, it's like shorter than you think, right? Depends on the bath. Depends mm. on your bath amenities. It's true. I took a bath for the first time in my uh, bath. You know, I shower normally. And right, like just, a human. Yeah, the other day, uh, everything was wrong with my body. I was very cold. I was very achy. It was very late at night. So, yeah. And I took a 3 a.m. bath, and uh, right. I realized, oh, this bathtub isn't meant for someone my size. Just, not only is it much too short, which, you know, yeah. many things are, um, but also just like, oh, I could barely get the water level above my legs. Like, it's just not a deep bath. This just... No. They, yeah, those are they're really not meant for humans. Yeah. Like even me, I'm a short person. This is a convenient thing about me. I right. could take a bath anywhere. Yeah, we fold you up into all kinds of baths. <laughs> fold me up and stuff me in that bath. I'll be fine. <laughs> but <laughs> like I have the same problem with my bathtub. It's very short. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's hard. And it's the, the walls aren't a very satisfying color. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'll get you. I don't have a pillow. I don't know. I, Oh, yeah, bath pillows. That's a whole other thing. Oh, my gosh. And the trays. All right. You know what? Let's let's button this up and uh, include it in our bath episode in the future. <laughs> I think that one might be more interesting than this one. 
uh, then phone. What are you talking about? I just, you know, it's hard. It's hard for me to talk about things that I don't have opinions about. I think I, we have a lot of opinions on foam, apparently. And I think I think it was probably cathartic for the listener to uh, like be like, yes, finally, other people so frustrated with foams. <laughs> we moan about foam. Phone moan. <laughs> you know how it goes. sound like other words. <laughs> oh, let's right. get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to... I'm going to try to defoam some stuff. You know, you uh, do like include some salt or something. It breaks up the matrix so it can't make a wall. Oh, yeah. That's a suggestion. Well, what's your project for the week? I don't know. Probably try to open my heart to more foam. What's your project? Is, you, is that what you're going to do? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. And until then, that's Catherine Kogut over there. Tim Dobbs right on over here. Bye. <laughs>